Hey, everybody, and welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number 68. And next week, we 69. Ayo! Ayo! <laughs> That's why we're married. <laughs> we also say Ayo a lot romantically. Yeah. <laughs> well, this started off weird, and yeah. anyone who's new is like, I'm done. I don't like this. But wait, wanna... don't go yet. <laughs> there's, there's more there's more there's more there's more juvenile innuendo on its way please stand by <laughs> we have fun uh fake headlines podcast welcome yeah welcome to fake headlines podcast uh if this is your first time listening welcome if not also welcome yes we, we don't discriminate our welcomes no we don't yeah. we don't discriminate no we do not no we love everyone we do unless we're, you're a dick we're not mean girls no Speaking of Mean Girls. What? Kevin. Segway alert. Did uh, you have a good time seeing uh, the Mean Girls national tour kickoff here in Buffalo, New York last night? I sure did. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was actually a lot of fun. Guys, Tina Fey is in our city right now and it's really weird and I really want to run into her, but it's not going to happen. It's very exciting. Stop <laughs> trying to make running into <laughs> Tina Fey happen. It's not going to happen. I saw on Facebook on Thursday. It must have been Thursday, right? I saw yeah, that Tina Fey was. was. I saw a picture of that Tina Fey was in Buffalo, so I immediately. Took no, a, it was Friday. It was Friday. Yeah, that's right. So I took a picture, a screenshot of the image on Facebook, and texted to my wife, who is a huge Tina Fey fan, as everyone should be, and she immediately sent back a series of, L- or not LOLs, uh, OMGs, and lots of capital letter written sentences. Mm-hmm. And then she immediately mm-hmm. ran down and got tickets on her lunch break. I she, did. I ran to the theater. She did. Thankfully, she was in running distance of the theater that this was playing at. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shay's here in Buffalo. And uh, well, now everyone knows where I work. That's cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> that's not true because there's like a million businesses there. Right. Right. You don't know. I could work at a pizza place. That's fine. <laughs> um, I don't. Um, <laughs> so that narrows it down. Uh so yeah, I ran down, grabbed tickets. There were not a lot of tickets left within my budget. <laughs> yes, <laughs> going so, to shows are going to Broadway and off Broadway and touring Broadway shows is very expensive. It's super expensive, and uh, I I would go see shows more often if I could afford to do that. Same with concerts, but sometimes concerts are like within my range of like yeah, you know, twenty to thirty dollars. Even up to forty, we, I think we've paid for tickets. But like, like these these um, tickets that we went to go see Mean Girls were a little over sixty dollars a piece, and that was a huge splurge. Right, and the <laughs> but only I was thi- like, "Fuck it, it's my birthday." <laughs> I mean, they were they were fine seats. The only thing is, we had to hang like bats from the catwalk where the lighting is. Yeah, and that but was totally fine. Bad. Sixty yeah. bucks. I mean, well, you can't really ask for more. Yeah, you can't can't be mad about that. That's that's the price point we're at right now. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, show was amazing, and um, I. Obviously, I'm familiar with the movie, uh, but I hadn't been, I hadn't familiarized myself too much with the music uh, from the Broadway show. And uh, um, I, I, I kind of hemmed and hawed over getting tickets, but I'm really glad that I did. Like, yeah, I thought it was awesome. Like for me, like I, I don't, I'm not like a theater, like I didn't grow up a theater person. 
uh, as you did, and uh, I don't know a lot about different shows and whatnot. I jumped on late in the game, though, because like, everyone already knew all the words to Les Mis, and I was like, this is okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I'm still kind of new to, to seeing this kind of stuff, and uh, but I enjoy what I've seen. And uh, I enjoyed this show immensely because it was, there was a lot of technology involved. I thought they did a really cool job with giant video screens in the background being a big part of the sets that were that were happening. Yeah, so let's talk about that for a second. So traditionally in theater, um, you would see, or it really with any sort of live uh, show, uh, there's usually like moving set pieces. So mm-hmm. like even if you watch an award show, like the Tonys or, you know, Emmys, any sort of music awards, whatever, um, there's going to be like moving set pieces right. where they actually have stagehands like come on and move things off like at the dundies yes exactly Mm -hmm. exactly (laughs) and uh (laughs) and uh while they still had that to an extent they this is my first well yours too but our first experience of seeing set pieces that were um huge uh screens yeah essentially so you know, they they were TV screens, so if they were in the cafeteria, it looked like a cafeteria. If they they were uh, in um, um, a classroom, a classroom, it, they were in a classroom, right. or um, the, Regina's bedroom, they were in that. It was really really neat. But the thing is, too, in, in in addition to that, so they had the video screens, but there was also some moving set pieces, like when they were in the classroom all the individual school desks were on wheels. So everybody kind of used their feet to slide out and get into formation on the stage or in the lunchroom scenes, they had lunchroom tables and they were all kind of using their feet to kind of maneuver around on stage. It was really cool. That um, type of choreography is really intriguing to me. It's, It's a really interesting way to continue the traditions of theater where, um, there's obviously singing and dancing and, and movement and sort of ways, you know, with lots of, levels and stuff like that so it's aesthetically pleasing and um uh but on top of that also having sort of traditional callbacks to uh um like there was one uh, scene with the lunchroom where they were waving uh lunch trays around and it reminded me of like an old musical with big feathers and a kick line and stuff Mm -hmm. like that like that sort of callback was really neat but then mixed with the uh, new technological sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, it was really, really, it was really cool. And then the music's really fun. The story's really good. It's That's very funny. funny. It's a funny show. It, yeah. So um, if it comes to your city, I recommend going to see it. Yeah, it was it was pretty awesome actually. So I would yeah I would definitely recommend going as well. Uh, it was just a great time. Yeah. It was hilarious. There was yeah. There's so many great things I could say about it, and I would I could keep going if I. If this were a theater podcast, but it's not. Welcome uh, to Theater Talk with Kevin Tiff. <laughs> I'm going to start my own uh, spinoff podcast, and it's just going to be uh, uh, lackluster reviews where I say <laughs> oh, a lot um, on uh, different shows that I uh, see. So uh, I think that's going to be a great hit. I uh, uh, think that we <laughs> should do a thing where we have three fake plays. I guess the fake play of the three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. Fake, fake spear. <laughs> fake spear. We call it fake. That's th- it. <laughs> these are three of these. Are, I'm going to read to you three titles of Shakespeare plays, but only one of them is an actual real Shakespeare play. <laughs> 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 That's good. <laughs> That's really fun. When we get to episode like uh, 
I don't know, 1532 or 1632 or something. We'll we'll pull out the Shakespeare. Does that sound good? That well, let's perfect. let's remember this. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely remember when we get that high. Yeah. Wait, do you remember stuff when you get that high? I, I don't, don't know. Do you? No. No. I don't remember at all. Hey, you know what else we did yesterday? What did we do yesterday? We went apple picking. We did. Sort of. Well, we did. It was in the backyard, though, of my parents' house. Yeah. You shook a tree like a champ. I did. We watched. <laughs> so we watched my- you do it. <laughs> there were some pictures posted on uh, Fake Headlines podcast uh, Instagram account. Short video as well. Short vid. A little short vid. Uh, yeah. So my dad had planted an apple tree many years ago by throwing an apple into the backyard. That he That's how you plant apples. That's how you do it. Yeah. Right. And, uh, <laughs> apples, not not even trees, just the apples. No, just what the, is wrong with my brain? Just, oh, I know what it is. It's uh, migraine hangover. You got Carry migraine on. brain. You got migraine brain. <laughs> but uh, all the good apples had already been picked by my mom and my sister. So I got up on a ladder and shook some branches. Yeah. And it, I made it rain apples. You did. It was raining apples out in Albion, New York. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we got some good ones. They're very sweet. They are delicious apples. <laughs> so... While it wasn't the traditional way of picking apples, you know what? They were good. Yeah, shake those trees. They were good. Like that song by Steve Miller. Yeah. Shake, isn't that a song? I don't know. I don't know. I was just, I was being complicit. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) Two years of marriage (laughs) is all it took to break you. <laughs> Those ten years of dating meant nothing. No, it didn't. It was a slow build. It was a very slow gaslighting. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, anyway, yeah. yeah. But yeah, we picked some apples. We had a good time. Did a lot of work around my mom's house over the weekend too. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm feeling a little uh, a little sore. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot to take care of a house. Uh, yeah. You got to pick apples. Yeah. What do we know? We we know living in uh, apartments yeah. and uh, cramming all our stuff into a nook where we do a podcast. Right. I had to carry outdoor furniture into a basement and store it. That was a lot of work having a house. Let's always live in a nook. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> so anyway, this is Fake Headlines Podcast, guys. Uh, we <laughs> thanks are, for sticking around. Thanks for sticking around. Uh, it's not just a weekend recap, although we like to start off with it, just to kind of let you guys know what we're up to. Yeah. And uh, also give some context to some of the weird things that we may post in our Instagram stories. <laughs> yes. You're not just like, what the fuck? <laughs> so on this on this episode and on all episodes, what we do is Tiffany and I have both independently gone out onto the internet and we found a strange story, mm-hmm. a strange headline. Mm-hmm. And we've come up with two strange headlines of our own. We've packaged them all together. And we each have three, and we will now present the three to one another, and we will try to guess which headline is real. And along the way, we're going to have some goofs and yeah. laughs and have some fun. Yeah. Sound like a plan? That's a, that's, that's a, a great explanation, my love. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. And I believe that you are going first this week in revealing your headlines to me. Yeah. All right, Tiffany. Uh, read me your three headlines. Okay. Headline number one, Black Panther spotted prowling French rooftops. Black Panther spotted prowling French rooftops. Okay. Study shows overweight pets have overweight owners, so this vet develops a weight loss plan to help them both. (laughs) Study shows overweight pets have overweight owners, 
So this vet helps. Uh, this vet develops a weight loss plan to help them both. <laughs> okay. Headline number three: Florida woman arrested after offering ninja services on Craigslist. <laughs> All right. Florida woman arrested after offering ninja services on Craigslist. Ninja services. Yeah. Excellent. Yep. <laughs> Certified ninja. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's, that's the sound I imagine like in a cartoon would be a ninja kicking. Ah, I thought they were like holding up their throwing star and it was like gleaming in the oh, light. Yeah. <laughs> that's also uh, probably good. Yeah. Black Panther was found prowling on French rooftops. Yeah. Like the superhero Black Panther? No, like the giant cat. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Imagine looking out the window and seeing that happen. No, where, where did you say this was again? France. France. Are Panthers uh, indigenous to France? They might be. I don't know. If they live in a zoo. Well. Or, or someone's house. Or maybe crossed over from the jungle. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that like somebody could, could you own a panther? Is that possible that you would own a panther? I don't think people should. No. No, I don't think they should either. But I, feel I think like there that are crazy illegal. people who do own big cats because they're bananas. Well, it's like a, it's like a status symbol. Yeah. They like to play that LL Cool J album, Walking with a Panther and actually walk with a panther. Is that a... Th- is that a thing? I think it's an album by LL Cool J that or a song. That sounds right. Right? Uh, don't ask me. I'm just a white girl who just found out who um, uh, Megan the Stallion is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Tiffany and I listened to some pretty hardcore rap the other day. <laughs> I was not familiar with Megan the Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> my coworker brought it up to me and she was like, you should listen to her. And then she was like, I don't know how you'll feel about it. So then I sat in my chair and I started dancing and she was like, all right, all right. <laughs> we uh, went to, we went, did a target run the other night and Tiffany popped in Megan the stallion and it was, uh, it was, it was thrilling. It was very exciting. <laughs> if you don't know who that is, just uh, maybe uh, check out a hit song. I think it's called like cash money or something. <laughs> <laughs> what do I? What do I know? I think it's called Cash Money or something. <laughs> Are you just grabbing words that, that with a high probability of being a name of an album from someone named Megan the Stallion? Okay, I'm not wrong. It's Cash Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a song where you were like, "Is this Da Baby?" <laughs> oh, that's right. Because <laughs> on in Tiffany's car, it you know displays like most cars do. It displays what songs are playing. And on the rate, I looked over and it was like I don't know what the name of the song was, like something dirty. And then it said like featuring Da Baby. <laughs> <laughs> and when a guy started rapping, I go, "Is that Da Baby?" It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> very funny. <laughs> and also, just to clarify, uh, yes, Tiffany, LL Cool J's 1989 album is entitled Walking with a Panther. Okay. You might know that because that's the album. You might be familiar with the album because that's the album that contains Going Back to Cali. Yes. Okay. You know that one. Yeah. (laughs) Hold on. Okay. Black Panthers, Africa, and Asia. That's usually where they are. Okay. So they shouldn't be in France. I I don't think so. Let's look at a world map here. (laughs) (laughs) are you looking to see how close france is to africa yeah you know what also would be scary is if you looked up on a french rooftop 
and you saw a 1989 LL Cool J prowling up there. Yeah, that would be really also weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the type of guy. That's my LL Cool J impression. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say up there? You're the type of guy? <laughs> he said something about going back to Cali. I don't know. Yeah, so there was a <laughs> there was a, a panther uh, prowling on a rooftop. That's that, pretty crazy. That's terrifying. Yeah, and more than one person saw this. I think any large animal is terrifying up close. Yeah, I think any large animal that is not supposed to be where it is being found yes. is very terrifying. <laughs> Animals out of place contextually is strange. Yeah, <laughs> like a baby I giraffe agree. on a baby giraffe on a on a French roof would be terrifying. Yeah, that's upsetting. I don't like What's it. What's it doing out there? It's in danger. It could fall. <laughs> Babies it? don't have balance yet. <laughs> it they might also, attack me. If it attacks me and I strike back, I'm killing a baby giraffe potentially that's that's not good i know their depth perception isn't developed yet it's terrifying there's a lot of moral and ethical questions that get raised when an animal out of context attacks you kevin i don't want to alarm you but there's a black panther between us right now <laughs> that's that's just our kitty oh that's just our cat that's a house Chloe. panther that's a house panther yeah she's safe she's my emotional support cat <laughs> she's been domesticated she's been very sweet to me today uh, I think because she knows that I've been having a migraine off and on all weekend uh, because uh, for some reason it's like 90 degrees in Buffalo in September <laughs> uh, after it had been down to like 50 on Friday, but that's fine. Um, yeah, you never know what it's going to be like here. When we got married in October a couple years ago, it was like 90 on our wedding day. Yeah, who knew? And then the air conditioning broke. That's fun. <laughs> um, and it was a day we perfect specifically picked because we figured it would be the perfect weather to make us not sweat yeah and what we do we sweat yeah that's fine you know what else we saw on our wedding day um a black panther wandering around the <laughs> it ground was prowling on the rooftop yeah so i would imagine is that, that real that's not real <laughs> i imagine that this um that this panther would have to be like a, a zoo escapee of some kind, right? Or like I would a assume so. traveling big cat show type thing, which I don't think should exist if that's really happening, but like a panther show that's traveling around like a circus. I don't like that idea. Yeah, I don't like that idea either. Could be happening though. Either one is possible, yeah. Either I hope it's a zoo, but I also hope nobody got like mauled by this panther. Um, No, no one was injured. Good. Because no. you figure it went up to the rooftop to have a good vantage point to like... Stay safe and potentially attack. Well, it's just like any other uh, cat. They right. like to be up high to see what's going on. Right. Um, I would imagine, like, I would, what if the big cat had broken into someone's catio and was just chilling in there? That's very funny. <laughs> what about if it was up there because it saw a really tasty bird? That could be. Got up there, went to chase the bird, got caught. Just kind of like a cat in a tree. You right. know what I mean? And then, like, a, I imagine a French mime made eye contact with it. Yeah. And then the panther hiccuped and, like, a feather came out of its mouth. Yeah. And then so. the mime just, like, pretended to climb down a rope and then fell to its death. That's <laughs> weird. That's really sad. Wow. That was a d depressed clown. <laughs> what a depressing mime show you just, just <laughs> created. <laughs> Aren't most mime shows depressing, though, really? I mean, I know. On. They're just, they're never, they never seem happy. <laughs> I'd be sad if I couldn't talk to. <laughs> like, the mime is doing that thing where they, it looks like they're in a glass like container i know it's like they're always trapped in a box always right? in the glass always <laughs> man trapped in a box can't climb ropes never really going anywhere maybe i am a mime 
I'm silent. I've silently been not doing anything for many years. So. <laughs> Maybe I'm a mime. <laughs> I think we're all mimes. We're just inside. <laughs> mime silent time wasters. <laughs> What's your generation, mime? <laughs> I'm a mime mimeanial. <laughs> Could you imagine? My, did your mic get unplugged? What happened there? Uh oh. Uh oh. I think it's like. aren't playing anything right no i think we'd know if we were hearing some i hope you guys can we're recording this we'll probably use this in some form or fashion <laughs> hopefully you guys can hear this we just we're having some technical difficulties with our with a microphone cord so we got out an old microphone cord that we know is shorting out a little bit and we hear Alicia Keys in our headphones. Or someone like Alicia Keys. And it's the most bizarre thing. Like this this is like a soundproof room. We shouldn't hear anything. Like I'm absolutely dumbfounded by what we're hearing. <laughs> the Alicia Keys mystery. Tiff, look at the camera. Now it sounds like that song Love Me, Love Me is playing. <laughs> Maybe our next door neighbors are making love to their love making soundtrack and <laughs> and our microphones are so sensitive it's picking it up. What is that song? Should I shazam it? <laughs> if you could pick it up in the in the earphone, shazam it. Get down on it. Get down on it. like 90s R&B. Yeah. Is this my uh, the other microphone? I think that's your microphone. Okay, so it is too. Yeah. Okay, got it. Dude, I don't hear the music. Anymore. I don't hear the music either. What is happening? Hey guys, we had to make a quick uh, edit right there. Uh, Tiffany's microphone cord is on the fritz. It just died. And so we got an old microphone cord out that died two weeks ago or is on the fritz i guess is the technical term yeah and we plugged it in and we started hearing music in our headphones and i had hit pause because the microphone died and then as soon as i started hearing the music a couple of minutes later i hit record so there so, uh, you might hear some of it i don't know it was very strange we we could faintly hear like alicia keys playing and like some other like 90s r&b ish type stuff and now we don't hear it anymore it was so bizarre <laughs> i but like in my headphones like they're we don't record on our computer we record on a zoom uh h4n and the only sound that it should be picking up is the stuff that's going into the microphones however when i laid one microphone on the ground and held the other in my hand we could faintly hear alicia keys <laughs> and there should be nothing below us because that's our apartment yeah 
So I started waving the microphones around to see where I would hear Alicia Keys. Some places I wouldn't, some I would. And I told Tiffany it was my Alicia Keys detector. (laughs) (laughs) At least that's what he's waving around. (laughs) Hey, I'm getting better. Well, that was very strange. <laughs> that kind of took me out of my, uh, got me a lot of sorts. You know, what's funny is right before uh, my microphone died, I was going to say, I thought you were going to, because you were making a mime joke. So you were like, oh, m- my man, my millennial. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And so I thought you were going to say my Sharona, which is very funny. <laughs> and then we started hearing weird 90s music. That so. was very strange. Mime Sharona. Um. So I guess um, when you see a panther prowling on the rooftops, you're probably hallucinating like we're hallucinating (laughs) about music right now. Every time you see a panther prowling, Alicia Keys music starts playing somewhere for someone (laughs) that really needed to hear it. And I needed to hear it. And I feel better now. Yeah. (laughs) Me too. That was very strange. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> at least it wasn't like LL Cool J like I thought maybe we were that gonna, would have been fucking weird yeah well then well, then maybe I would have put the volume up on my phone it would have been like LL Cool J playing because I had looked at it on well Apple I Music. thought Megan the Stallion was playing and I was like no this sounds too pretty this is too clean for Megan the Stallion this is too clean this is like a ballad there's no talk there's no rapping vulgar sex acts happening the baby the baby I'm not making fun of Megan the Stallion Megan the Stallion uh, I thought it was I enjoy it. It's yeah, fun. no, it was fun. I, absolutely. It was, it was fun. just very shocking because it, it's not... When Tiffany usually brings new music into our relationship, it's usually something like Jason Mraz or... Something Metric like, or something kind of... You know, not not like kind of real gritty rap music. It was very surprising. Yeah, it was fun. But I enjoyed it. It's cool. <laughs> um, And now we bring mysterious music. I don't know. And music sometimes just conjures up out of nowhere man what the fuck so if anybody knows anything about audio i don't tiffany doesn't we just don't how can this possibly pick this up i don't know a microphone cord that is shorting out somehow pick up music from signals in the air you know what i think there's only one explanation kevin and that it was an alternate universe that you know someone else lives here and that's the music that they were listening to oh man that could be yeah Maybe that's what happened to the doctor that used to live here. It's the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> and somehow we still get his magazines. Weird. <laughs> you know what? That, I was just thinking about this. We keep we moved into a new place, as we told you uh, recently. But uh, we keep getting like these medical magazines addressed to a doctor that used to live in this apartment. But that person lived here over a year ago. So like for the entire last year, when the tenant that lived there here that we met... She was just getting the magazine and throwing it away too. And now we're doing the same thing. And she knew the guy. And she knew the guy. <laughs> That's how she got the apartment. Yeah. And we moved in. And so for two years, this guy has been spending money on like oncology today. And he doesn't care. He's a doctor. News. He doesn't notice the money missing. No. <laughs> Maybe he's got two subscriptions and he just doesn't care. That could be. Um, anyway, Anywho, let's get back on track. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. So, uh, Kevin, did you want to move on to headline number two yes. now that we're completely discombobulated from <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> whatever we were doing? I'm afraid to move because I'm afraid if I move, this microphone is going to short up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is like a real intense episode. Ooh, I'm gripping this it's real we- hard. It's just going to turn to dust by the end of the episode. That's sorry. what she said. Yeah. <laughs> she did. 
<laughs> I'm she. We're still watching a lot of The Office. Hey, <laughs> uh, okay, headline number two, Kevin. You ready? Study shows overweight pets have overweight owners, so this vet develops a weight loss plan to help them both. I like it. Yeah, are you into it? I'm into it. So, our cat is about normal weight. She is normal weight, and she keeps a, a pretty steady weight. Yeah, I don't. I know, mine fluctuates too. Maybe I need to see, maybe maybe next time we're at the vet, we should hop up on that little scale on the table that they put the cats and dogs in. Yeah. And just see if we can get some help. Well, how can you help us, Doc? Do you have a specialty diet um, that's maybe grain-free that could help me too? <laughs> also, I've been having a problem with hairballs. Can you help me? <laughs> I like this idea because I enjoy the idea of, I guess it would only work for dogs, really. But like if you had an overweight dog, you could like go running together and you could get on like you could get on an exercise diet, like a regimen together. Right. Be a little bit more difficult if your pet was like if you have like an overweight bird. You can't like, <laughs> <laughs> got a fat parrot. That, that fat bird epidemic. It's <laughs> man, it's real troubling. That fat toucan's got a fat toucan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's a fat parrot with a pH. <laughs> <laughs> you're so quick tonight it's fat parrot is a guest one of the guest mcs on megan the stallions album <laughs> fat parrot <laughs> i got a phd in obesity <laughs> oh i'm fat parrot <laughs> i'm so like uh nerdy and not cool that like my when I try to pretend to rap, I'm rapping like it's 1979. Like it's my name's Fat Parrot, and I'm here to say I'm here to tell you rap in a new new old school, old school way. I can't even do it right. I'm Fat Parrot, and you know the score. I'm a descendant of the dinosaurs. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> And I imagine Fat Parrot wearing like a like an Adidas tracksuit and like a gold chain around his neck. <laughs> you know how parrots are usually on pirate shoulders? He's got like a little pirate on his shoulder. Fat Parrot's workout includes uh, pirating. <laughs> Holland chess. Holland chess. Taking names. Holland chess. <laughs> helping uh terrifying advisors take over the kingdom of uh, a princess and her very short dad (laughs) that's just iago from aladdin (laughs) if he were fat and it's totally cool to be overweight if you're happy and healthy but I don't think these pets are either of those. <laughs> yeah, Fat Parrot's been eating his feelings, I think. <laughs> fat Parrot just... I would too if I was doing evil all day. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> just eating a whole sleeve of saltines. <laughs> That's what parrots eat, right? Saltines. I don't know. Any- yeah. I don't know anything about birds. <laughs> Although I've never seen your dad feed his bird a saltine, so I'm probably wrong. <laughs> also, it's a parakeet, so also wrong there. <laughs> that thing's not a parrot? No. Oh, my God. Herman P. Keeters. <laughs> it's a parakeet. I said parakeet. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Keter. <laughs> I'm Fat Pat. <laughs> I can see the calculation. I'm a parrot, not a parakeet. If you keep talking crap, I'll show you my nine millimeter. Oh! <laughs> Fat parrot got gangsta right there. Wow. 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 Fat parrot's from the east side. Not fucking around. Not from the west side. No. <laughs> of uh, which of the, of island? The, of, no, of the birdcage. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> 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 i just imagine if like, like it, you'd never see an obese bird like birds just have great genetics apparently i know <laughs> <laughs> wish i had a bird body <laughs> <laughs> you know me too because recently i saw a meme <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if I can look at you. <laughs> Stare into the uh, half eyeball you can see of Don Knotts poster. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. Holy shit. Ladies and gentlemen, Alicia Keys. <laughs> I I saw a meme. <laughs> it's not even that funny. But it is. It's gonna be because whatever it is, it's gonna be hilarious now. And it was. <laughs> was it a bird? Mm-hmm. Like a a well built bird. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> like a bird with like six like six pack abs. No. It was, well, it was a bird that had a nice breast, but <laughs> <laughs> more importantly, it was the hidden legs of an owl. <laughs> it was, it was this meme oh, where shit. I showed a picture. It's like a real owl. Okay. And then, so they show the owl. <laughs> And then side by side, it has another picture of the owl. <laughs> this is the best. This is the greatest night of my life. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it was it. <laughs> the second person, second picture, had a person lifting up the feathers on the lo- owl's legs. <laughs> <laughs> Revealing these majestic <laughs> long legs. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I get that. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> that took me a long time to get through. I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't. Oh, shit. <laughs> because I knew what I was about to say was so ridiculous. <laughs> Like, and Don did not help. I am in a sweat. <laughs> I am absolutely sweating right now. I'm oh, crying, but it's shit. fine. Hold on. I gotta. Sh- We're gonna post this meme if I can find it. <laughs> uh, owl with legs. 
an owl with majestic legs. <laughs> <laughs> Owls look like long legs. Oh my god, they're like got a nice breath. They're like fat storks. <laughs> That's because they don't deliver nine pound babies. <laughs> <laughs> I thought my nickname in high school was Fat Stork, but they were calling me Fat Dork. <laughs> I just I had an ear infection uh, and couldn't quite hear. Yeah, I'm sorry that it took me so long to get oh, But like look at this owl's face. It's like what the fuck are you doing it's to like, me? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you reveal my delicious <laughs> legs? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! What, I, what, were, what the fuck <laughs> were we talking about? Oh, the 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 dieting animals. <laughs> like I, did, I could not. I've been laughing so hard, and there's been such a lack of oxygen to my brain for the last five minutes. <laughs> I forgot what the story was about that we were talking about. <laughs> I'm like, how did we get on fat parrot? I don't. <laughs> how did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> holy shit it turns out there was no music we're just <sighs> really breathing in some weird fumes and no air <laughs> uh. oh shit okay let's get our composure together here <laughs> well i really don't know if we're gonna get any better than that on that story <laughs> <laughs> i think we cracked the nut on the <laughs> i can't wait to edit this and listen back and being like wow this is a lot of silence That's during this lot, headline a lot of laughs <laughs> just five minutes of laughing so before we move on, let me just ask you. If our cat Chloe were overweight, what what would we do to try and fix that? Because well, like I've seen videos of like obese cats being forced to like run on a treadmill in water, and I can't see that happening with our cat. Yeah. Without it ending in homicide by the cat. <laughs> yeah, I th- I agree. <laughs> I um I guess for our cat, like I think we just have to get her moving more and maybe feeding her something less uh that's putting on less weight. But I think right now what we're doing, our cat has a kind of a specialized diet cuz she has a sensitive tum-tum. And uh so there's not a lot of extra filler in her food. So I guess it's probably like a for a cat we're probably giving her like a low carb diet essentially. Okay, like, so we would also go on a low carb diet. A low carb diet. Uh, I think it would be difficult to like sort of exercise with a cat. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, when you and I have done yoga, sometimes our cat will kind of flop around next to us. Yeah. But it's not really yoga per se. You don't want to chase lasers with her? Well, that's the thing. That's exactly what I was going to say. I think we would just have to kind of get her running more with the laser or something like that. Get and her more then active. I would also make you run the laser. Yeah, but I don't know if that would really work. Well, I don't think that would really work for me though because I know what the laser is. Like I have nothing to like. She's chasing it because she's not sure what it is. It could be a, a friend. It could be a predator. She's. It could be hunting it. So you want me to run around the apartment with like, I don't know, a bar pretzel <laughs> at the end of a string yes. and make you chase it? As long as you have some cheese, some melted cheese, yeah, to dip it in, yeah, maybe some mustard with horseradish in it, yeah. Okay. Okay. So that that's how we'll make you uh, run around the house like our cat runs after the laser. <laughs> I think you're. Right. I think I would need to be enticed by food in some way. Okay. What about me? Uh, what would you? What would get you going? Yeah. Uh, what gets me going, cat? <laughs> I think it would be a plate of uh, warm, freshly made waffles. 
<laughs> with New York State certified 100% pure maple syrup, uh-huh. a little whipped cream, and some fresh cream. berries on it. Yeah. I think that would get that would be the food that would get you to run the most. Yeah. Maybe some bacon on the side? No. Okay. I think just the waffles. Just the waffles, huh? Just the waffles. Okay. I think that's probably... Would you say that waffles is your favorite food? Probably. I think I would say so. It's close. I love waffles. You do? I love all breakfast, to be honest. Yeah, so do I. Breakfast is the bomb.com. Yeah, I love it. Hmm. I just said the bomb.com for the first time in 15 years. You've also rapped about fat with a PH, so... <laughs> it's been an interesting it's night. It's been a time warp back to yeah. 15 years, uh, both with music... If you just give me one second, speaking of music, I just want to set the microphone down on the ground for, and see if we hear Alicia Keys again. Okay. Let me hold the microphone and see if that helps. I think I hear it. No, I hear it. Is there a radio in my head? What? How's it louder on the ceiling? I don't know. I'm holding the microphone to the ceiling and one to the floor. When I take when I take the microphone off the floor, no music. Microphone on the ceiling. Microphone on the floor. Maybe put the mic one, this one up towards the top of it. Oh, it's a radio station. I heard 107.3 FM or something like that. I bet you were picking up radio waves somehow. How? I bet you were picking up radio waves. It's very perplexing. It's so weird. Yeah. Weird. So I think we're picking up radio signals somehow with our microphone mm. on the fritz. Because I heard like 107.3 or something like that. If we're picking up, well, what if someone else is listening to it? I don't know. It's, it's I mean, it's, what we were hearing, you would hear that with your ears, right? I would think so. Like the microphone's not like ultra sensitive or something. I think we're, we're picking up, the, we're somehow picking up the frequency somehow. How is it possible? We'll do some Googling later. Someone explain. Yes. <laughs> Also, Google an owl with long legs. <laughs> I th- that took so much for me to get through that. You know that uh, you know what that bird you know what that owl is called. Yeah. Stacy Keeter. Are you happy? Your wife knows what that means. I do. I really do. Okay. Florida woman arrested for offering ninja services on Craigslist, Kev. Yeah, so sometimes you just need a ninja, don't you? Yeah. Like, what kind of services would a ninja do for you? Like, kill someone? Yeah. That's essentially what ninjas do, right? Yeah. But actually, ninja, well, yeah. I was thinking of that SNL. Do you ever see this SNL sketch from the 90s where... I'm going to say probably not, but go on. (laughs) You may have. Where it's like Chris Farley and some other people, it's that era, and it's like um, it's kind of like a spoof of how in ninja movies, like everyone, 
like there's like one main character and he fights off like a hundred different ninjas yeah yeah so there it's like all those guys it's like all the ninjas got their asses kicked all come back to like the locker room and they're like why don't why why don't we try like all running at the same time at the guy like they were like trying to like <laughs> break down like how their awful strategy uh-huh. <laughs> no i have not seen it i feel like i can kind of see what they look like yeah uh we may have watched it when it when snl was still on hulu like the old episodes maybe oh maybe like years ago maybe yeah or CISO, whatever that was yeah yeah that's possible but no i haven't seen yeah. it I mean, sometimes you just want to discreetly hire someone to shoot, to blow like a dart at somebody, right? Yeah. Sometimes you just want someone to sneak up on someone uh, like a panther on a rooftop. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't a panther. Maybe it was... A ninja. A shape-shifting ninja. Yeah. Mm. Maybe maybe uh, this ninja for hire was uh, a vigilante assassin. Oh. There must be people like that, right, in the world? I don't know. I mean... It sounds like or it, is this, or based is on a, this headline. Or is that 100% made up, like, um, occupation in movies, the assassin? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure Do I you understand you, your question. Well, I mean, like, in movies, there's always, like, a hired assassin. They, they're, like, a guy who's, like, a hitman or something like that. Oh, yeah. That yeah, must exist right, in the real world. Yeah, there are certainly like, people who seek hitmen. But it's probably not through Craigslist. You gotta be... It's probably through more discreet channels, I would assume. But she didn't know that. Right. Right. That's, yeah. I mean, I mean social media, so she you got to market yourself. That's what she was going to do. But she didn't understand the dark web, maybe? That's probably what it is, right? So that's how she got caught. That's right. why she was arrested. Because there's probably somebody at Craigslist that is constantly scanning everything, making sure. Let's look out for illegal things. Yeah, like, <laughs> right. Well, here's someone saying that they're a ninja and, uh, for hire. Ninja assassin for hire. Here's someone who's selling uh crazy swords here's someone who's selling uh poison darts here's someone who's <laughs> selling a poisonous snake here's someone who is <laughs> poisonous do you think like a ninja would throw like a poisonous snake at someone sure that could be yeah that's a way to get someone maybe on the side uh this ninja is a snake charmer and oh. it's like you know what i'm gonna charm this snake and then toss it at someone well, you know, Tiffany, I went to the zoo recently and in the amphibious section where snakes are housed, uh-huh. uh, the snake charmer is actually not real. That is a fake occupation. Just it, like a ninja. Yes. Because snakes are not being charmed by the music. They're being, they're getting into a defensive stance because they believe there's danger happening. Yeah. Which if someone's playing the stupid flute thing like that, it I'm is. I'm also in a defensive stance. I'm all, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like i'm standing i'm my neck is up straight you better stop it my right now i don't like your fluty tunes you know what i do like is fat parrot you got any fat parrot over there because i'll listen to some fat parrot right now once you play some fat parrot i'll get back into this basket and i will relax but until then i'm gonna keep sassing you because of that god dang flute yeah <laughs> I like the idea of a ninja throwing a poisonous steak and it like just like wraps around someone's leg and then bites him and then kills him. I mean, I don't like the idea. It yeah, sounds terrible. Wow. Okay. But it would be an interesting thing to watch in a movie about ninjas. Yeah, it would be. Like that movie, Three Ninjas. Remember that movie? Mm-mm. Where the kids, it was like three ninja kids or something like that. Oh yeah, I guess I do kind of remember that. I, I never n- watched it me though. Me neither. Or what about um, any sort of ninja stars? Yes. Like throwing ninja stars. 
That is uh I think that's a a real special skill. That's terrifying to me. I think I would be pretty bad at that throwing a ninja star. Oh, would you would you rather have um what are those things called? Nunchucks? I feel like I would with a well, I guess I'm uh, I'm I'm I I would probably be more practiced if I was starting to use them for professional reasons. Yeah. But the, if I were to pick up a nunchuck right now, I would, would probably hit myself in the testicles with it. Yeah, I feel like I'd, I'd probably knock some titties. <laughs> It'd be really upsetting. That would be very upsetting. I feel like I'd probably knock myself unconscious. Yeah. You were very good at playing darts back in the day, so I imagine ninja st- you'd be okay with a ninja star. Thank you. Like if all of a sudden we were in danger and there were nin- ninja stars nearby, yeah, that would be your that would be on you to save us. Yeah, I would have to get in the proper stance, have a drink first, and then be like, <laughs> <laughs> so if danger's approaching, we have to hit pause on it, get whatever's happening to relocate itself to a bar. Yeah, so you can get a drink, maybe maybe buy that entity a drink that's mm-hmm. going to be attacking us. Yeah, yeah, I'll charm him like a snake yes <laughs> i'm gonna whip out my weird flute <laughs> it's better you do that than me yeah <laughs> <laughs> i got it <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i don't think you can legally uh offer your services as a ninja yeah unless it's like wearing a ninja outfit to a ninja themed party or as a ninja themed dancer. Yes. But I think other than All that, legal. Other than those two purposes, I think if you're offering anything beyond that as a ninja, you're asking for trouble. Because you know it's going to end in violence. And right. No one wants that. No. Nobody does. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> what about a fat ninja? You never really see a fat ninja. You have to be kind of... I've never seen a ninja in real life, so... Well, me neither, I guess. How I mean, do you know? I mean... I mean, the, I guess the biggest ninjas I've ever seen have been the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But, like, they can't have a slim figure because it would be weird. Yeah, like a skinny turtle would be kind of sad. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Plus, they're always eating pizza, so, like, right, you're explain g- that to me. <laughs> right. They're actually surprisingly small for that much pizza. I know. Like <laughs> well, you know, it's a shell. <laughs> the shell puts it on covers up yeah. any any sort of imperfections <laughs> it's like it's like shapewear for uh, uh turtles you know what i mean <laughs> like this is my shape this is how it is i just fill it out perfectly like if i was going to go on an all pizza diet i would wear like a barrel lens suspenders because then you people would not be able to tell how big i was getting i would just wear a pizza costume <laughs> which would then be kind of disturbing maybe i wouldn't want to wear a pizza costume yeah no because then Cause look like i'm eating myself <laughs> exactly <laughs> You're like cannibalizing your own body yeah yeah that's kind of weird that's a strange strange message you're sending yeah i don't want to do that, that. You know, don't do that i'll dress as a rat that sounds better <laughs> i'd rather be pizza rat plus there's like you know room for growth inside that costume that's true there's a lot of uh it's a thick crust yeah if you know what i mean yeah what mm-hmm <laughs> Uh, also you never see uh, everybody that's on American Ninja Warrior the times we've watched it they've all been in pretty good shape yeah you have to be there's nobody like Larry the Cable Guy running and like falling immediately into the water yeah although I would enjoy watching that I would really enjoy watching that I actually kind of watch, watch like watching them fall anyway me too no I, matter what kind of shape they're in I would like a very like maybe they would have to do some extra things for safety but 
just very out of shape people on American Ninja Warrior. I would watch an episode of that. Yeah. You know, kind of like American Idol, like the first few episodes of American Idol, they always show someone who really might not be able to sing too well going through the audition phase and immediately getting rejected. On American Ninja Warrior, the first few episodes should be just people of all walks of life trying it out. Yeah. You know, like, hey, I'm yeah, okay. Yeah, not in like a fat shaming way, but right. like in a way of like, these are normal people right. just trying to be fit. Right. Maybe there's a secret hidden ninja in there somewhere. Maybe there are people like us who have never done it before, but are like, I'm going to judge you. And then like, you know, they try and do it and then they're like, holy crap, this isn't so easy, yeah. is it? And then that inspires them to change their whole life. So the next thing you know, they're going to the vet, taking their cat with them. <laughs> they like, get us into shape, vet. And the vet's like, okay. I got this. And then uh, it inspires a whole new life and, and a new uh, movie as well. Yeah. and Don't you think that would be nice? <laughs> I love that story <laughs> of health redemption. Yeah. That mixed both ninjas, animals, and veterinary medicine. Yeah. And then, and then they can uh, um, have a sequel where they face off where it's like the human and their house panther versus the panther on the roof. <laughs> and then, but they like place it in Ireland. So it's like the ninja on the roof. Like with the fiddler. <laughs> I was just going to say panther on the roof. Yeah. Panther on a hot tin roof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually way more funny. And then at the end. And I'm ashamed that I didn't think of it first. <laughs> and then at the end, they're sharing pizza like Lady in the Tramp style. The panther, then the panther bites the guy's face off. Yeah, that sounds like how it should end, yeah. Mm. No sequels, perfect. Mm. Kevin, which one of these is real? Holy shit, I don't know. Let me take a look at my notes here. Hmm. You know how Uh, that guy has a drinking problem in an airplane? Yes. I think I do too, because I just spilled water all over my leg. (laughs) Dorcas. I don't know what's wrong with me. I think that the real headline, Tiffany, is the animal, overweight animals, overweight people. That's a fake headline. Okay. How about the ninja lady? That is also a fake headline. All right. You beat me. (laughs) (laughs) So the real story is panthers on a rooftop? Yeah. Oh, good. Yep. Is everybody okay? Yep. <laughs> Thanks for showing the owl picture again. Yeah, I did not. I, that was a tough one, Tiffany. I did not. Uh, these all seemed uh, plausible. Thank you. As usual. Um. Okay. So this one is from DW.com, which I believe is a German newspaper. Okay. Um. But I originally saw it on like, Associated Press and stuff. But I found this headline an article that I thought was most informational. A black panther that was seen roaming rooftops near the French city of Lille has been captured. The juvenile big cat appeared to have escaped from a private home. Oh, no. Emergency services were called out in the northern French town after being alerted to the fact that a young panther was having an evening on the tiles. <laughs> Bemused onlookers in the town, not far from the Belgian border, had spotted the feline slinking along the rafters of a three-story red brick building. Oh, my God. According to the regional newspaper, La Voix du Nord, 
Mm. I'm not great with French. That seemed real to me. Uh, the Panthers stopped occasionally to watch a train pass or oh. a cat strutting on the pavement below. <laughs> so if you have a, like, if you're, if this person acquired a panther at a young age, is it possible that the panther could be sort of domesticated to a, to a, to a degree, right? I would say to a degree, yeah. I mean, but I think at some point as the animal gets older and bigger, they are no longer going to be able to be gentle with you at all. Yeah. And you're going to have to do something. Right? Yeah. That's the, da- a- that's the danger of having big cats like that yeah. in your home. Like when they're small, they're like a, probably like a normal cat. Yeah. Their bites hurt, but they may not hurt as bad as their adult teeth. Right. They're not going to rip your entire hand off. Yeah. Yeah. Or head. Authorities were alerted and police threw up a cordon around the... <laughs> I think it was a police threw up because they (laughs) were very sick. Police threw up because they were terrified. (laughs) Authorities were alerted and police threw up a cordon around the building before the ink black cat slipped through a window to an apartment believed to belong to its owner. They're, the French police were like mimes. They they tried to put the, the panther into an invisible cube <laughs> and it just jumped like right it out. It didn't work. Just jumped right. And they were all like over over the top surprised by it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, France. <laughs> if anyone's listening from France. We do have some people listening from France. <laughs> we're Sorry. There, a team was able to trap the panther and a veterinarian put it to sleep with a tranquilizer dart. After being put into a cage, the animal was handed over to the care... It wasn't. It wasn't killed. It wasn't. Okay. I was like, they didn't "Oh my god!" It. I was like, "They put it to sleep," and then it was, "Oh, okay, okay." There was another misleading article that I read, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And they didn't tell you like any more details than that. Oh, they were geez. just like, "We tranquilized it, and that's it." And I was like, uh, "I need to know more." <laughs> there, a team was able to trap the panther, and a veterinarian was uh, put it to sleep with a tranquilizer dart. After being put into a cage, the animal was handed over to the care of France's Animal Protection League, who described it as a baby and not at all aggressive well that's good during its escapade the panther entered another flat where a 15 year old girl saw it descending the stairs <laughs> uh the newspaper reported that the teenager believed she had been hallucinating after having <laughs> medication for the removal of wisdom teeth <laughs> she also thought she heard smooth jazz music and <laughs> 90s r&b through her headphones that was not noticeably happening I don't know the six month old female cat about the size of a Labrador was moved into a zoo she was set to stay for one or two days before moving being moved on to an animal sanctuary the animal's owner appeared to have escaped through the same window possibly fearing the arrest of illegal ownership of a wild animal yep Local media reported that two investigations were ongoing. One by police is against the individual owner and focused on the danger posed to members of the public. The other probe by hunting and wildlife authorities focuses on how the animal was acquired and the conditions in which it was kept. Yeah, that's really fucked up. Yeah. Like, yeah. don't hoard wild animals in your home. God. Don't. Look at. Oh, my god. What gosh. if you looked out your window and you saw that? I would be terrified. Yeah, that's pants shitting i would think it was like a chupacabra or some kind of <laughs> i wouldn't be I that's would not jump. a panther that's a that's a chupacabra i better call the cryptozoologists in the neighborhood that was crazy <laughs> hey 
Hey guys, for you, the listeners of Fake Headlines Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download and a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. You know, recently I used a credit to download uh, Pet Cemetery by Stephen King, and it was narrated by Michael C. Hall. Well, that sounds delightful. It was awesome. It was uh, thrilling, and uh, it really helped me get through my workday. It was America's favorite author with America's favorite serial killer. Yeah, it, it was like a match made in Pet Cemetery Heaven. <laughs> now, Tiffany, where can our uh, friends and listeners get a uh, trial, the free trial? Oh, yeah. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash fakeheadpod. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash fakeheadpod for your free audiobook. Bye. Kevin, before we move on, yes, it's my understanding that you have a little bit of uh, information there that you'd like to share in regards to our weird, mysterious music phenomenon. <laughs> we we learned something new tonight. Yeah, so we took a quick pause during the recording of the show, and I found a website uh, so that you could listen to a really great sponsorship from our new favorite sponsor currently, Audible. Yes, go to audibletrial.com slash fakeheadpod for more information. And while you do that, here's some information about radio frequency interference. Yeah. So earlier we were hearing some radio signals coming through our, our headphones and it was very bizarre. So I went to the uh, to sure.com. Sure makes uh, as a microphone maker. And uh, there's an article or a frequently asked question about radio frequency interference. So basically what was happening is that our microphone the wiring of our microphone because it met certain requirements for an antenna the length of the copper wire mm-hmm. the connection to a circuit board blah 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 blah, blah, blah. Uh, so our microphone was picking up a radio signal and sending the signal through our microphone cord to the circuit board and was then bouncing back into our headphones in the form of the music that the radio signal was uh, being intercepted as. Which is so crazy. We, I mean, because we've been doing this over a year now, about a year and a half, and uh, we'd never experienced anything like that before. And yeah. I guess it's time for us to get new microphone cords. <laughs> yeah. So I did order two new microphone cords from Amazon. Amazon, the parent company of Audible. Go to audibletrial.com slash fakeheadpod for a... <laughs> Free 30-day trial. And one free audio download. <laughs> That's fake head pod. Yeah, so basically it's, it has to do with like a, just a, a modulated RF signal. So it's basically, you know, the radio signal is looking for something to connect to constantly. So the our, in this particular scenario, our antenna, our microphone, excuse me, became an antenna and was able to broadcast this music into our speakers which were the headphones that we had on our heads so weird you think that in in the little area that we are in that we would be completely protected from any of that so just think about that there's millions of radio signals and other bluetooth stuff happen like all kinds of signals are just passing through our bodies constantly kevin's about to drop some deep shit oh get ready (laughs) (laughs) but but think about that like right now there's wi-fi like we have wi-fi in our apartment I'm sure all of our other neighbors have Wi-Fi. Those signals are going through the walls. It's mm-hmm. mixing around in the air. Mm-hmm. There's radio signals. There's satellite radio. There's satellite communications. There's television signals in the air. 
there's could be people using walkie talkies or ham radios nearby uh there's people using cordless telephones nearby probably still there's oh. aliens listening to everything that there's, we say to learn and understand our people. <laughs> Plotting their eventual takeover. Yeah. But all of that stuff is happening to us all the time. Yeah. Like, is, the, is there some kind of, is, some, is something happening to us that we don't realize? Probably. You know how I always have, like, I always feel like I have a lot of noise in my head and I chalk it up to just anxiety. Like, I'm just constant. my brain is constantly going. There's constantly noise. I'm constantly thinking of stuff. I'm constantly well, going on and on and on. What if that is just my brain trying to interpret radio signals and I'm totally fine? Maybe that's why a lot of people deal with it. Right. Maybe you're... Maybe a lot of people are just like a little bit more... Sen- like More sensitive to this stuff, right? Yeah. Like um, um, like how sometimes I'm a little more sensitive to certain white noise. Yes. It like, it makes me... Like the bathroom fan being on, it makes me feel like my insides are being scratched in an uncomfortable way <laughs> right. or like 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 that feeling of someone's skin crawling like yeah. you, you, like it's that's what it feels like the insides of me are doing like being scratched on the inside when i hear too much oh. white noise and it's overstimulating yeah yeah so maybe yeah maybe that's it's uh Could be. hypersensitivity to all of the different uh frequencies that are constantly beaming around at all times so maybe that causes a bit of heightened anxiety it could right where there's no other explanation but it's just your you know us as animals our human uh uh um instinct is to try and fight that signal even though we can't mentally recognize it mm-hmm. our bodies do right so yeah that makes sense it does cuz you know thinking of like uh like from sort of uh, the paranormal field like there is that one thing that some kind of uh, ghost hunting groups kind of do is when they're looking to figure out what's happening, if someone's feeling lots of dread and those kinds of feelings, EMF, yeah, they'll look for right. They'll look for spikes in sort of like the electromagnetic magnetic energy, yeah, which could be causing, could be manifesting in someone feelings of paranoia, being watched, you know, that kind headaches, of stuff, headaches, stuff like that, yeah, right. So that mm-hmm. maybe you know that's that's coming off of like electronics and wiring in a home that might not be mm-hmm. properly grounded or whatever mm-hmm. but that could be happening everywhere like yeah. one out of five houses could have a similar issue yeah and you're and we're like medicating people and you know pe- people the course of people's lives could be changed by someone's faulty shitty job putting in wiring right it's yeah kinda messed up yeah absolutely oh god wow Guys, we're uh, scientists and doctors now, so. <laughs> Guys, we just uh, uh, we just riff and we come <laughs> up with lots of solutions to world problems. That's just kind of how we do it. And we We've gladly made- accept this Nobel Prize. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As one. <laughs> Not going to Einstein me, motherfucker. Oh, shit. Oh. Well, you didn't know this, but I brought some backup. Fat parrot, get on in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh all right so tiffany i also have three headlines <laughs> oh that's what we're doing yes yes would you like to hear them yes i would okay i'm just gonna take a look back at mark Marin and b arthur from last week here <laughs> oh, man. i'm sorry we couldn't hear like the actual voices of those people but at least it was a riot drawing them up we gotta <laughs> exactly okay <laughs> i love those pictures so much we gotta get them in a t-shirt <laughs> 
<laughs> Speaking of t-shirts, kittyboxpress.com for all your t-shirt needs. Yeah. Anyway. Rochester, um, New York. <laughs> are you ready for my headlines? I am. All right. Headline number one. New York City condo owner allegedly converted small apartment into 11 tiny units. New York City condo owner allegedly converted small apartment into 11 tiny units. Headline number two, student driver gets ticket, still passes driver's test. Wow. Student driver gets ticket, still passes driver's test. Huh. Move over, reusable straws. This California bistro wants patrons to bring their own silverware. This California bistro wants patrons to bring their own silverware. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yay. Ladies and gentlemen, Jennifer Aniston. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my impression is just an impression of someone doing Jennifer Aniston. That's okay. It's, it's like my Johnny Carson. It's an homage to an homage. Yeah. To an homage. Okay, so headline number one, New York City condo owner allegedly turns in his condo, their condo. Yeah, so they took two, 11 tiny units. Yes, they split up a small uh, condo into 11 smaller units. So how big was this condo to begin with? Uh, Let's do some math. Yes, not as big as it should be to make 11 tiny apartments. Okay, so what are you saying? Like maybe... 1,500 square feet? Yes. Yeah. Came to a conclusion pretty quick, Kev. <laughs> I'm going to say 2,000 Whatever square number feet. she says, that's it. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, so if it's 1,100 square feet, then that's only 100 square feet per person. Right. Right. right yeah. So. Yeah. So these are, the, so this, uh, these are very tiny places. Okay. I don't think I could live in any less than 500 square feet. Yeah, I would say that's... Even by myself, I don't think I could have done that. Yeah, I think that's a reasonable amount of space for mm -hmm. one person. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're two people and we've generally lived with about 1,000 square feet together for most of our relationships. Sometimes a little bit more, sometimes a little bit less. I think our last two apartments have been around 850. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we've done fine. Mm -hmm. That's two humans and one cat. Yeah. And we've regular lived. size cat not overweight no ph nope not a not panther. a panther <laughs> just a tiny house panther <laughs> just don't tell her not a full size she one she's a panther yeah you're a full you're a real you're a real panther uh yeah so it was several tiny apart so now, now you got to think too if this is a if this was a regular apartment split into 11 units that would mean some nook sized apartments perhaps yeah, it's pretty small. Because you can't really have full, like, cathedral ceilings. No. Any longer. <laughs> no. I mean, it, the ceiling size wouldn't matter. It would be all, like, taking the master bedroom that's, like, 300 square feet and splitting it in half so it's 150. Right, right. Is it, a, like, a, so they must be all studios. And... Do they have shared baths? Do they have their own bathrooms? Right. I think it might be a mix of both because you got to keep in mind if it's 2,000 square feet, let's just say, mm -hmm. in this apartment, mm -hmm. you split it 
10 ways. Yeah. You're going to have to have apartments on top of apartments within what should be just one apartment. Yeah. So you're going to have to have like uh, low ceilings. You're probably going to have to have, you know what I mean? Oh, I wasn't thinking like vertical at all. Yeah. I was thinking everything was horizontal. Unless there were two levels to the condo. I think you would have to f- to fit that many and in, into that kind of... A sp- Imagine our last apartment, if you wanted to split that into 11 units. You're thinking just like very narrow spaces. Yeah. See, I'm thinking two levels. I'm thinking like... So split... Well, it depends on how high the ceilings are to begin with. Right. That's what I mean. That's why I'm thinking you might have to have a situation like a nook like this. I don't think that's living regulations. Right. Is that the whole problem? That could be part of the problem. That this might not be something. This could be something that was shut down. Okay. I don't know. I mean, you think it would have to be, right? I don't think you could convert something like that. Either way, right? I don't think you could. Unless this person was a contractor themselves and they knew how to build walls. I don't think any sort of contractor, no matter how shitty or um, un unprofessional they are i think they would know like this isn't regulation i'm not putting my name on this because i don't want to be any part of any sort of illegal consequences that come from building an illegal apartment right because everyone would have to have uh at least a window and a fire escape and um some sort of uh, heating and cooling situation, right. um, uh, like all the things that go into having an apartment. And I think that New York City regulations were probably a little bit more uh, strict. True. And I think you can, you can, they have to be at least a certain size, right? So I don't know if like a hundred square feet is even like considered an apartment. Yeah. It would just be a room. Right. Or not even that. It might be considered a closet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> closet with a view. a real fixer upper of a closet (laughs) it's really nice (laughs) Hmm. i mean i I think probably for new york city the idea of tiny living is something a lot of people have already come to grips with to some degree yeah unfortunately unless you're rich unless you're rich in which case you overlook central park it's fine right and you have three thousand square feet to live in yeah not a big deal no totally fine yeah I think on average, New York City apartments, like if you're looking in Manhattan, they're probably about 500 square feet. Okay. I think. And it's probably like $1,000 a square foot. Yeah. (laughs) In Manhattan. And once you get out into the other boroughs, they're probably not so bad. Yeah. Manhattan's definitely like probably the most expensive, I would guess. No one's able to afford to live there. No. When we were walking around Greenwich Village a couple years ago, we were looking at, there were signs for like things for rent. And we would like Google and look up the apartments and was like, holy cow. Like, yeah. We couldn't live here. Yeah. You have to be a doctor lawyer to live above this pizza place. In yeah. Village a doctor Village. and a lawyer, not just one or the no, other. You got to be a doctor lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like five grand a month for 500 square feet. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. I wish I had that kind of money. Me too. Um, so the, uh, so you, would you live in, would you move into a tiny, a hundred square foot apartment? No. What if it was like $200 a month? No. I wouldn't either. No. I couldn't do it. 
No, I wouldn't either. Um, A, because I like my things and also because I like myself. You know, I think think a building would do well in New York City or nearby that was like, kind of like the equivalent, I guess, of like a tiny house that you'd see on television, but like kind of like stacked on top of each other, like in a high rise type thing. Maybe not a high rise, but a few stories up, you know, of like tiny house living like that. That would probably do well, I think. So you want to build a high rise? <laughs> yes. 200 square feet. Uh, I don't, yeah. You're <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that just be a high rise? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking tiny houses. Imagine a tiny house. Stacked, stacked up tiny houses. Yeah. Would make one big high rise. All right. Fine. Boy, <laughs> you're being really difficult with this one. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just trying to think about it like okay how would this work <laughs> i like that we both thought about it differently too like you were thinking uh, a vertical sort of split up of this one condo whereas i was thinking it was all just horizontal so if you have like one floor essentially yeah and there's maybe four bedrooms, one kitchen, one bathroom, and then things are split up so that it's 11 units within all of that. Yeah. Think about all the plumbing that would have to go in there because each of them would probably have to have uh, at least a, a studio shower, bathroom, kitchen. Right. Well, maybe it's like a in shared... In order to be a, an actual true apartment. Maybe it's like a like a dorm situation where it's a shared kitchen and bathroom and then just like 11 tiny bedrooms, like just enough room for a bed. Uh-huh. And then maybe some kind of common area. Would that would that fly? I don't know if that would fly in I think that would not be considered an apartment building. I think it would be considered like an adult dorm. Unit housing. Yeah. Yeah. Like a dormitory. Yeah. (laughs) An adult dormitory. Well, the building that I lived in in New York, when I went to school there, it, I mean, technically there were people who, uh, it was like, um, um, what's the word? Uh, 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 assisted living. Okay. Not assisted living. Um, people who needed cheap places to live. Okay. Like, so people who couldn't afford like, like subsidized. Yeah, type I guess. Housing type thing? Yeah. So it was like, um, like maybe they got help from the. Yeah, to find a a place to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, um, like the rest of us who students who live there, we had a room, mm-hmm. and so some of them also had a room. Really? So it was a but mix then of students. They would use the kitchen. Yeah. It was a mix of students and non-students in this place. That's correct. Yeah. I didn't know that. I never. I guess I never really under- knew that. It was well. I lived in the string. Uh, excuse me. I lived in the Stratford Arms. Uh, <laughs> Did you almost it, say strangled arms? Well, it was nicknamed that because the coroner's truck was out front a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because the people there sometimes like that's awful because <laughs> i'm sorry i'm laughing so hard at that. <laughs> because sometimes uh because of the the uh other people who live there not students mm-hmm. they didn't have anyone so oh. sometimes weeks would go by and people didn't know that someone oh. had died oh no that's so sad that happened where it oh. there was a smell coming from one of the floors oh no yeah yeah, so it was nicknamed the Strangled Arms. 
fun. <laughs> there was one guy who lived on my floor who was very kind. I think he was a little odd. Um, clearly he, um, like he, I remember walking by his room one day and he had the door kind of open and, uh, he had painted like an entire mural inside his room. Really? And he was really nice. Like, like on the wall? Like, yeah. Like a, well, I guess yeah. that would be a mural, right? Because yeah. he lived there. Um, and, uh, he was a long-term resident. He painted the wall. Wow. And had, he, he was, it was cool. Um, one night he made me dinner. Really? Just, like he just like. He was like, hey, I have some extra. Would you like this? And I was like, sure. Wow. How have I not died? Yeah, I was going to say, this is, uh, you know, as you're describing this, I mean, I we was didn't like, talk about how I went into. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany lives on the edge. She walked into the back of a truck at Denny's one night with a. <laughs> I've told that story knew. just because I got a, I wanted a donut. <laughs> and then recently. <laughs> Recently, I went yes. on a, an adventure on my lunchtime at work, and then uh, I, every day I walk by this place, and I was like, "Oh, it's cool. It's like a vintage shop, and it's like vintage clothes inside." And I'm like, "Okay, you know what? Today's the day. I'm gonna go in there." So I went to go in, and I went to open the door, and then I saw barbershop chairs, and I was like, "This can't be right." So then I went to walk away, and then as I was walking down the street, someone was like, "Excuse me," and then I was like, "Yeah," <laughs> and he goes, "Did you want to look at the clothes?" And I go, "Yeah." <laughs> He goes, did you see the barbershop chairs and want to walk away? And I go, yeah. He goes, did you see me get scared? And I go, no. (laughs) And so I went inside and I met three gents. Uh, The one who greeted me, the second one who was shaving someone, and the third person who was being shaved. (laughs) I was told that uh, the shaver person, barber, he uh, owned the shop with his wife, and his wife had the vintage shop upstairs, and she was currently on maternity leave, so she wasn't there. It was just me and the gents, oh. and so I was told to go upstairs, just follow the and you just went. corridor. I <laughs> I should have fucked politeness <laughs> uh, as the taking the advice from uh, Georgia Hardstark the, and Karen Kilgariff, but I didn't. I did not fuck politeness. I also wanted to see some vintage clothes. <laughs> and so I went upstairs into the strange building and I was told, go ahead and try some stuff on if you want. No one will bother you. And I was like, okay. So I went upstairs very cautiously, had my phone on me. Okay. So my husband would have been able to find me. <laughs> and uh, found myself a cute dress, came back downstairs, said I didn't have any money on me and I'll be back later to buy it. And they were like, okay, it'll be here for you. And then I... <laughs> gave a hug to the barber because he indicated he wanted one <laughs> <laughs> that's all it takes is an indication <laughs> well he had a razor in his hand <laughs> you do you should listen yeah you should obey <laughs> uh, obey the gentleman with the razor <laughs> i walked back out about my day <laughs> came back after my shift bought the dress went on and you were fine yeah it was no fine. one got murdered no one got murdered and then it turns out the brother <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. The barber was the brother of one of your employees. Yes. (laughs) Small world. Small world. (laughs) I did not die, but I do not recommend you do that. (laughs) When I was, I thought you were going to say when you came back downstairs, you saw the coroner truck parked out front. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Oh man. And you're like, where'd all those gentlemen go that were just here? (laughs) 
<laughs> Ma'am, you stepped into a crime scene. Oh, God. You're like, how long was I up there trying that dress on? <laughs> I didn't try anything on. I was scared. I know. I did snoop a little bit. I looked, looked around. Um, I, uh, uh, back to my original story. How did I not die? Because I took free food from a man I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At the strangled arms. I like it. I don't know what's wrong with me. No, this is, uh, I mean, it's kind of a weird situation to, like, uh, does this still go on where they allow students and, uh, non-students to live together like that? This seems like a, a weird combination to me. I don't know. It was uh, 12 years ago, so yeah. I guess it's still allowed. I guess so. It just yeah. seems dangerous. I don't know why. But I guess there could be weirdos amongst anybody, really. Really. But yeah. still, it just seems odd. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you weren't murdered I, by that person. Yeah, me too. I'm glad I didn't get murdered two weeks ago yeah. either. Mm. What's wrong with me? I don't know. For someone so... You know what? You're too nice. You got to fuck politeness. I don't know if it is I'm too nice or if I... I'm very confident in my abilities to defend myself. Yeah, that's true. I think you could fuck shit up if you needed to. Because <laughs> I'm not a petite woman. Yeah. I I think I'm strong. I think you're. Yeah, you're. you're you definitely could uh, could do some damage. I, I could think. Fuck some shit up. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hey. <laughs> I listen to Megan Thee Stallion now. Oh, man, you. I like this. I'm kind of turned on by this new tough exterior <laughs> you have. I like it. <laughs> uh. Hey, Kevin. Yo. (laughs) Let's move on to the next. Yeah. Headline number two. Student driver gets ticket and still passes their driver's test. Yeah. That must have have been one hell of a parallel park job they did, huh? I know. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What was the ticket for? Speeding? I don't know. It might not. Uh, Was it it a parking ticket? It could be. Maybe like the blinker was out or something like that, maybe. Oh, that would make sense. Like, what if the car that they were taking the driver's test in. It wasn't their fault. It was yeah. their parents' fault. Right. That the, uh, maybe the light had blown or right. something. I imagine if you were speeding, you might not pass the test. Probably not. Cause that's, that's legit your fault. Yeah. Did you do anything wrong that you recall during your driver's test? Yes. You, really? Mm-hmm. What was it? Sped through school. So. <laughs> <laughs> And you still got the license. The driver told me, well, he was very... The driver told you, did you... Excuse me. (laughs) The uh, person who gave me the test, he was a large man. And um, I was warned about him beforehand. Really? Yeah. I was told that to watch out for the big, heavy, breathing fat man. And that's who I got. (laughs) And I was really Why? nervous before my my uh, my test and uh, like his it, okay so this is probably two thousand two so it was like Nokia days of like those kind of cell okay, phones sure yeah so his, his cell phone rang mm-hmm. and he had just gotten struggled into struggled getting into the car <laughs> now had you been warned because this guy was a tough like yeah. grader yes. basically yes. okay okay so he got into the car. Breathing very heavy, buckled in, and then he was like, "Hold on." And he took a phone call, and he was like, I, "I'll be right back." So he got out of the car, came back in. Was it an? Was it like a regular ringtone, or was it like one of those songs, like a MIDI song, like do 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 do? Yeah, it was probably something like that. Yeah, like one of those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. Um. So he got out of the car, came back in, 
then I was able to take my test and then I apparently sped through school zone, which I didn't mean to do or no, I did. He didn't say anything at the time it was happening. He no. told you later. No. So when we got back to like the starting point, he was like, technically you failed, but I'm going to give you a pass this time. I was like, okay. That's all <laughs> he said. He's like, you sped through the school zone. Okay. And then he got out of the car. And that was... <laughs> like he, like, why did he give you a pass, I, I wonder? I don't know. I was cute. And probably because you were cute. I, I doubt bet it. You. I doubt that's it. I bet he probably <sighs> says that to everyone just to make them feel like they did a bad job, but also you passed. So you that don't get be. too cocky. That's true. You don't want to be a... You want a cocky new driver You want to keep those kids driving yeah. slow, watching the speed limit, always hands 10 and 2. What about you? When you took your road test, anything weird happen? Uh, was it just straightforward normal? Well, this was back in uh, 1982, so things were a little different back then. No, um, it wa- I do remember while I was going through the test, mm-hmm. I do recall like getting yelled at by the person who was doing the test. Oh God! Because I had I didn't stop at a stop sign. Like I rolled past it a little bit and was kind of lined up with the road as opposed to the stop sign. Like. What and where no- the white line is. Yeah. Right. Like what normal people do while they drive, mm-hmm. even though it's probably not technically correct. Right. And I remember they, uh, he's like, Whoa, or he or she, I don't remember who it was. They were like, uh, kind of like, you know, well, somebody was walking through here. You just rolled like this stuff. And I was like, well, I mean, I could see that there was nobody there. You know what I mean? Like I was yeah. like, I, can, I looked, it was very frustrating. Cause then I had to continue on with the test after that. Like that really rattles you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm glad my guy didn't say anything. Yeah. That's probably the way to play it is to not. That's really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why did they do that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't fail. Oh, you know what? I just realized, maybe that's where my driving anxiety comes from. That's it. Getting yelled at by that driver. I bet you that's what caused it probably. Wow. Let's write them a letter. Ugh. Dear Elbian road test instructors. How dare you? I lived in fear of driving for decades. You get to pay for my years of therapy. <laughs> How dare you? That is, I, I think that there might be a connection there, though, in all seriousness to my driving anxiety. Yeah. Yeah, that might be it. Yeah. Because there was, could have been someone walking through there. So that's where it, come, it comes yeah. from. Of like, oh, God, what if I hit someone? Right. Sometimes, I mean, look, sometimes Fake Headlines podcast is about jokes Sometimes it's about personal growth and psychological breakthroughs. And we just had one. And also technical breakthroughs, as we had earlier when we discovered how sometimes frequencies can bounce through our microphones and record uh, radio stations. (laughs) We've learned a lot tonight. It's been a real learning experience. (laughs) I can't believe it. I am... I, I It makes sense to me that that may have influenced you in some way because I do also uh, really take note of uh, school zones. Yeah. I, I know that sounds like a joke, but it's not. Like, <laughs> I, I do try to, I try to be very conscious of yeah. that. I feel like I, my, and I think your experience as well, I'm assuming your driver's test was in your town, which is a small town. 
No. Well, you didn't have to go to like a well, big city to do it. No, I didn't go to a big city. So I mean, I like, I like, I feel like people that have to, I'm like, I'm glad in this respect that I grew up in a very rural town because my driver's test was probably easier than someone who is in Manhattan and has to take a driver's test or like downtown Buffalo. Can you right. imagine Right, having a parallel park and do all that stuff? Like, it's gotta be really nerve wracking, much more, many more people crossing the streets and stuff yeah. like that. Like I had like Buffalo's not known for their great driving, right? Like I parallel parked on a dirt road behind a tractor and a horse that got out of a stable. Like it was, <laughs> you did not. <laughs> it was very easy to do. <laughs> I don't know what I did, but I remember when I was taking driver's ed and uh, like I had to do like a K turn or something, and so. I felt like in the moment I was confidently doing what I was supposed to do. And so then when I got down, the driver was like, what are you doing? And I was like, okay, turn. And they were like, that's not, you. Do, what, this is completely wrong. Blah, 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 blah. What? And then like, he made me get out of the driver's seat. And I was like, I don't, I don't know what I did wrong. Really? Yeah. That's. He was kind of a dick. You've had so many fucked up people teaching you stuff in your <laughs> life. You've had the worst teachers in school, the worst driver's ed teachers. <laughs> like, how did I, you not become like a high school dropout <laughs> and just never angels go I think. into <laughs> and never complete your education? Um, to be fair, I do have a theater degree, so <laughs> I guess I'm kind of a dropout. You were pushed towards the arts. <laughs> I, was, I was pushed towards the arts because... It was assumed I wasn't smart enough to do anything else. (laughs) That's why I have a degree in communications. Super general. (laughs) That's what jocks do because they're dumb. Uh, You know what? My driver's ed teacher's name was Mr. Hazard. That was really his name. That's really funny. (laughs) He was also the same Mr. Hazard who, when I was a kid, you could bring in your Rubik's Cube because I'm old. You could take your Rubik's Cube into him at school he would then take it home and bring it back solved for you. That's the guy. That's the same guy. Oh, yeah. I remember talking about that in one of the past episodes. Yeah, yeah. That's really funny. Yeah, he was also the driver's ed teacher. <laughs> so I had him for like third grade gym class and then I had him for like many years later as driver's ed teacher. <laughs> and he still wore the same outfit in driver's ed. He had like this, those like awful like rough material shorts that every gym teacher wears you know uh-huh. what i mean not that i know but you know it looks rough <laughs> Tuck, tucked in like polo shirt whistle around his neck <laughs> <laughs> and i remember myself uh and another guy were in the driver's ed car with that was in my class and there was also someone a little bit younger than us that was in the that was in the class in the car and she did not have her license but myself and my friend did and we had been driving for a while so it was always scary when we had to sit in the back seat and she was driving because a lot of the stuff was still new to her. <laughs> so it was a little nerve wracking. Aw, so you were like, now I know how my parents felt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> my, uh, when I took driver's ed, I remember feeling like I was really sad because I, like, the only boyfriend I had in high school had uh, moved away. Like a halfway across the country. Hmm. And uh, so I was feeling really sad and mopey that summer. So maybe my head just wasn't in the right place. So maybe maybe I was thinking that I was doing the right thing. And the teacher was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was also like, but I miss my boyfriend. <laughs> 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 and 
<laughs> it's for the best. <laughs> Who knows? I remember having to go to, to driver's ed very early in the morning. and then Oh, had, my God. It was the like, worst. Like super early. And then I had to go to work. Oh, God. It was the worst. It was I'm the worst summer. I'm so fortunate that I never had to work a summer job. <sighs> my dad never made me work. That's fantastic. My parents didn't make me work either. I never had to wonder about money. Dad just was like, here, go. <laughs> That's awesome. You're going to Denny's hair. Go. I, uh, Still pass his test. We both passed our test on the first try, didn't we? We did. We, we did. did. We did. That's all that matters. We didn't get pulled over and have to like talk to the cop. That had to be no. pretty nerve wracking for the That's person. That's terrifying. Like I thought my rolling through the stop sign a little bit was nerve wracking. I imagine getting pulled over and then having the tester right there. Yeah. But I wonder if the cop, I mean, do you think the cop, cop would cut the person some slack if they were in their driver's ed situation? You would think so. Because they wouldn't know. There's no sign indicating that you're taking your road test when you're doing it. No. And it's not, uh, I think usually when you're taking your road test, you're driving the car that you're familiar with. I think it's so, not, right? You're, yeah. Because I was driving a Jeep when I took mine. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Not a Jeep. I mean, I was driving not the same Jeep you were driving, but I was driving my Vehicle parents' car. Yeah. yeah. Pontiac 6000. So it's not like the um, the car that they were driving wasn't marked like student right. driver or anything like that. It was right. just, who knows? It, so like it couldn't have been anything too major or anything that the teacher or the the tester thought was the person's fault necessarily. Right. So maybe the headline's a little misleading. It makes you think that they got like a speeding ticket or something, but really it was like... The light's out in your glove box. We could tell by our glove box sensor. You better get that fixed. That's exactly what I think it was. I think it was something like that. Yeah, like a sig- turn signal out or... Something like that. License plate maybe fell off. Or uh, maybe the paint was peeling so bad because there was a bad batch as we're struggling with right now. Ugh. Or maybe there was like screams coming from the trunk, but it turns out it was just a microphone picking up. Weird sounds. Weird sounds. That could be it. <laughs> could be it. Um, okay, let's B-Y-O-S- Excuse me? <laughs> Bring your own silverware? Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> I wouldn't have even been able to spit out letters trying to do a free-form acronym like that. That was bad. That was better than what I would do. I would have been like, <laughs> BK- killer <laughs> <laughs> yeah so ps4 bring, <laughs> bring your own silverware what do you think i mean we're trying to reduce waste we're also trying to i'm not mad about it s- yeah because what what were we watching oh it's raising hope that's yes what it was. <laughs> that's when the guy it. brings his own spoon and he's like you ever think about how many times or how many miles that spoon has been in no matter how many times it's been washed it's still been in a thousand miles yeah i think about that every time i go out to eat it's so gross <laughs> i think about that whenever we go to a restaurant and they have like cloth napkins oh like the other night we went to that place that was a fail yeah. And um, yeah, they had cloth napkins, and I was like, Ugh. "No, yeah, I mean they've been laundered, but someone else How wiped clean their mouth." Are with they? Those. Yeah, right. Well, you think about that with hotel towels. Oh, they've been on so many butts. So if I, if you knew that a towel, if you had a choice between two towels, one brand new, and one that a thousand strangers have wiped their bodies with, but it's been washed, which one would you pick? Always brand new. Exactly. But here we are going to every GD hotel. Just taking a stranger's towel to us. Yeah. And every restaurant we go to, every fork and spoon and knife 
has been inside their buttholes and we're just, no matter how many times they've been washed, we're putting them right in their mouths. How many knives and spoons and forks have you put into your butthole, Kevin? <laughs> Why do you think I have to step away into the men's room so oh, often during Oh, no. <laughs> That's upsetting. Well. That's a delicate area. <laughs> but even from like a... Um, and sort of a water usage, energy perspective, uh, environmental perspective, I guess, for lack of a better term, kind of an umbrella term there. Having people bring their own silverware would save all that power and water of people washing them. Yeah. You would take it home and just do it yourself. Yeah. Um, or you could bring a, something disposable or like maybe something like that's more biodegradable than plastic. Uh-huh. But like I said, I mean, it's an interesting concept because I mean, we're moving away from straws. So people are bringing their own or we have paper ones. You can't really uh-huh. have a paper fork. Yeah. But what if restaurants switch to like a material, like a fork that would just biodegrade somehow? Would people accept that? I don't know. I mean, um, there are non-plastic forks that are available like biodegradable yeah. forks that you can buy in the grocery store you know um i think that bringing your own silverware is kind of nice yeah however i think that restaurants should always provide steak knives because <laughs> <laughs> i don't know about you but i don't want everyone walking around with a giant sharp knife oh that's a good point <laughs> uh, What's that you got there in your backpack? It's my steak knife. Heading Going out, out to dinner later. <laughs> Heading over to Outback, you know. <laughs> like, you can't explain that if you get pulled over and yeah. someone's like, I need to search your car. Right. What are you, uh, Dexter? You got all your knives all rolled up in a leather satchel? It's a very complex four-course dinner. <laughs> We're going to the chop house, you know? Yeah. You get it. You get it. You're a steak eater. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a valid point, though, too. I think that... You wouldn't want people carrying knives around. And I don't think a biodegradable steak knife would really work. No, you can only go so far. Mm -hmm. Only go so far. But I I don't think I would mind if you had to bring your own fork with you. We would just like leave some silverware in the car. Yeah. And then just take it home and wash it. Yeah. I mean, that's what we do as normal people anyway. Right. Like we go to lunch, we bring our stuff to work and then we bring it home and we wash it. That's true. I mean, you wash it. (laughs) that's true (laughs) she's not wrong folks (laughs) (laughs) Kevin does dishes and it's very nice of him yes but I do other things she does she does um what okay so uh no more plastic straws Mm -hmm. reducing the use of water California has to think about that a little bit more don't they 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 don't they have um, they have to worry about droughts far far more than yeah. what we do. Yeah, I think w- when we were last in California, at the place we were staying at, there was like a sign in the to guess. Wasn't there like a sign in the bathroom that said talked about like the water mm-hmm. pressure would low like, flow? A, yeah, yeah there, there was there was kind of like a sign that kind of basically said, you know, you, you're you're probably from out of town, so you're expecting like a higher pressure. Although this could have just been the the person that ran the place's way of not fixing the plumbing issues they were having. <laughs> yeah, I would say our shower was pretty lackluster. <laughs> yeah, but it kind of they kind of had this sign made up that kind of apologized for that for people that aren't familiar with the water pressure in California. Yeah. If you are in California, let us know if we were gypped out of a nice shower by that hotel. Yeah, and we'll go someplace more nice next time, <laughs> like our own place. That would be perfect. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, there, there's areas of the country that experience droughts, obviously. And you probably have to be more conscious of that. Because mm-hmm. like in like Arizona and stuff like that, people are probably like watering their lawn or have like, you know, big elaborate yards. Yeah, that seems stupid if you right. live in the desert. Right. Why, why would you have like proper grass if you can't actually grow it there? Yeah, exactly. You'd have to waste water just to water it. Yeah. Because it doesn't rain there. So I think there's bans in certain states on stuff like that. And certain times you can do that. And certain times you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, so why not assist by uh, bringing your own silverware to reduce the use of water in restaurants? I like that. But what if they started charging for, like, water when you go to a restaurant and that's all you get to drink? Ooh. I would hate that. I could see that happening. I never thought about that. I've just always taken water for granted as being a free beverage. Yeah. They don't have to give you free water. No. You know? Let's not give them ideas. Let's cut this out so they don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I think you're correct. (laughs) (laughs) whatever we do we can't use hashtag restaurant water (laughs) when we promote this episode because the national association of money making restaurant ideas is going to totally take this idea yeah and screw us over yeah hey kevin yo tiffany can i take a shot as to which one of these headlines is real you may take a shot at it yes Mm. now choose your shot wisely be a real ninja with this I'm going to go with the student driver. Okay. Well, I mean, you could. You could pick that one if you wanted to be wrong. You could pick that one. Fake headline. Okay. What about the condo owner? That's a that's a real one. That's the real one? Yeah. Okay. Explain to me. Break it into 11. Yeah. So, New York City condo owner allegedly converted small apartment into 11 tiny units. This is from our friends over at foxnews.com. Okay. (laughs) So a New York City condominium owner illegally converted his one-unit apartment into a duplex with 11 cramped subunits. A duplex? Oh, God. So it was two floors. Some which had ceilings just four and a half feet high, forcing his tenants to crouch or walk on their knees, officials allege. Oh, my gosh. Inspectors with the city's building department raided the apartment on Manhattan's Lower East Side August 14th after they got a complaint about the cramped conditions. As they should. The New York Post reported. The Henry Street building was listed as having 27 apartments on five floors, according to city records. The owner had reportedly carved up a 634 square foot unit into 11 units with no windows and an illegal bathroom. Oh my gosh. He was cited with numerous violations totaling $144,000. Who decided to live there? Well, here's a picture that you can see of the inspector holding up the, um, like the, per- not permit, but then kind of the. He's on his knees. Yeah. Cause that's what you had to do to get into the apartment. That's one of the building inspectors posting like a Oh notice. my gosh. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Eww. There's also an exterior shot where you see like the, I don't know if it's in this article or not, but the, you, you see an exterior shot of the building and you see like the, what you know, when you look at an apartment building from the outside, you can tell kind of how big the units are, right? And so right. You, you see like this one quadrant of the building where there's like a stack of like uh, air conditioners. So instead of like, Having like maybe one or two, there's like two, four, like eight air conditioners all kind of like in a row, which looks odd compared to every other section. Of the oh my building. gosh. Yeah. Uh, 
this was like living out the movie Being John Malkovich, said Councilman Ben Kalos, referring to the seventh and a half floor Manhattan office in the 1999 film. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. It's not clear how much he allegedly charged his nine tenants for rent, but residents were moving out of the apartment Friday, the Post reported. The owner did not immediately comment. Every New Yorker deserves a safe and legal place to live, which is why we're committed to routing out dangerous fire traps and ordering the landlords to make these apartments safe, said Andrew Rodinsky of the Department of Buildings. Yeah, as they should. Yeah. You shouldn't... Look, New York is an amazing city, but I don't think people should live in apartments that you should have to crouch down to live in. Yeah, absolutely. That's so terrible. That's like living in our nook. Right. Could you imagine? Uh Uh-uh. No. I wanted to see if I could see more of the... There's a video, but I believe... But here you can see some of the uh, hallways here. That's one of the inspectors. There's not a lot of photos in this particular article. You can just kind of see the hallways and how cramped the quarters are there. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it's really sad. I can't believe that nine people like were living. You know, like we're like, like yeah, this yeah, is totally I guess acceptable. This is okay. Yeah. I guess if you're desperate and you, you know, it's better than being homeless. Right. That's why I imagine there was probably like a lot cheaper than what a normal apartment would be. So people are like, okay, yeah, I guess. I, mean, I need to do this. This is better than being out on the streets. Right. Yeah. Ugh, awful. Whoo. What a week of headlines. Wow. What a night. What a night. Wow. <laughs> well, that's our show, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you as always. Uh, check us out on social media, fake headlines podcast on Facebook and Instagram and fake head pod on Twitter. And Fake Headlines Podcast over on Pinterest. Yes, once in a while. And you can email us at fakeheadlinespodcast at gmail.com. If you come across a wacky article, we'll shoot it out to the social media platforms. You can uh, find us on pretty much anywhere that you can listen to a podcast. And if you could, just uh, pass the word on to your friends. Yeah, check us out. If you listen, if you happen to listen via Apple's podcast app, please hit the five stars on there for us. It just helps us become more visible that's why we're trending right now in new zealand and great britain under the comedy podcast categories yeah so uh, we thank you comedy for improv right comedy improv yes. yeah yeah uh and uh yeah get leave us a review give us five stars that would be pretty dope tell your friends um if they're like hey friend where do you find us where can you find uh fake headlines podcast and then you can direct them straight to iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Luminosity, um, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Or just tell them to go straight to fakeheadlinespodcast.com. Yeah, absolutely. Or you can just, if they have a, uh Amazon Alexa-enabled device, you can just ask her to play our podcast, and she probably will. Yeah, just say, hey, Alexa, play Fake Headlines Podcast. And you know what? She will. She does. She does for us. We like to listen to ourselves while we make dinner. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Also, um, real quick, just want to say uh, sorry about any sort of audio issues that we've been having. Clearly, that's something that's affecting us lately. And uh, very sorry. And thank you for bearing with us. Yeah, we tried to do some uh, some quick changes last week to the show. So if you listened and it sounded kind of wonky uh, and you stopped listening, 
go back and check it out again. We should have it all straightened out. Yeah, it should be better now. And if it's like glaring and it's something we didn't catch, you can shoot us an email. Just don't be a dick about it. Yeah, we're trying. We're di- we're not professionals yet. We're just uh, we're still learning this stuff. We're just regular people. You guys. Yeah, guys. Regular, really funny people. Yeah, that have microphones. So thanks for listening, everybody, and we will see you next week. Mm-hmm. Bye.